It's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. Episode 49. How are you going, Tommy? Good. Yeah, it's Friday. It's always a good vibe on Friday. It is. Normally we're doing it later. Yeah. What time is it? It feels late. Well, it's only 4.24 p.m. Yeah. Well, doing this means the day's over. So I feel like I'm going into the weekend. This is taking me into the weekend. But then again, I'm working tomorrow, so... Why are you working tomorrow? Uh, you know, Josh is a business owner. It's uh, no, I've just I've I've actually got a whole bunch of I want to do a whole bunch of my videos. I've spent all week doing client stuff. Yeah, and I need to do more of that. But I also want to do my own stuff. Well, you did the candle video. Yeah, you've been texting me updates. You're uh, what, a couple of hundred bucks off retiring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, made it made a solid two hundred and fifty dollars today. That's uh. Mate, that won't even buy me one meal at a retirement village when, I, when I'm when i fucking 80 needing to be That's in a true. retirement. Once you include inflation. Wait, so explain to everyone what's been going on. Uh, with the candle video. Oh, yeah. the candle video? Yeah. yeah so I made this... No one knows you made a fucking candle video. Well, you just said it like everyone I know. knew. I made a candle video about... The, the premise of the video was that I'm shit at selling myself. Like when someone asks me, what do you do? Or, you know, tell us about your skills. I find it hard to articulate it confidently and, you know, like I struggle talking about myself, essentially. And then the premise of the video is that's me. It's also my wife. And my wife has a business that she doesn't talk about nearly enough. And so the video is centered around me bragging about her candle business called Flossy Mossy. And, um, yeah, I thought it was a... It's sort a, of a cute premise. I thought it was a creative approach to promoting someone else's business. Whereas Mm -hmm. like promoting yourself can feel a bit gross. It can even seem a bit gross from the outside. I think we're like flooded on LinkedIn and social media of people talking about how good their product is or how good they are. And so this is like the reverse of that where it's like, I'm actually fucking shit at this. So... Um, I'm going to spend some time talking about how good someone else is because that's really easy. Oh, well, I think that what you, what you can do, that's why uh, case studies can mm. be so good because rather than it being a celebration of look how good I am, mm. it's like, look how awesome my client is. It just so happens that we helped them. Mm. I think some people get it wrong though and they talk too much about themselves and not about, about their actual clients. But um, so you made this flossy mossy video. Yeah. What was it? So the premise was my wife's candles. Well, or did you not end up doing that? No, I put that in there. I've got another sort of sort of flow on video from this one, which I'll get, which I'm going to get into. I've not not today. I'm not going to talk. So you about haven't it. actually promoted because I saw the video. I'm like, oh, I've seen this one, but I think I'm merging things together now. You are because I initially started like a lot of my ideas are sort of these grand things, and I struggled to make that video that you're talking about, which sounds like I'm being sort of um, secretive on this, but I'm not. I, you just haven't uh, put out the idea yet. So. Yeah, so I had this idea um, that didn't work. I shelved it because I was struggling to get there. I felt like I needed to make a previous video to that video. So I've done the candle one you're talking about and it actually worked in terms of getting Amy some sales for her candles. Yeah. had four today just come through and like a new business it's, it's a new website and it's it's pretty fucking cool seeing my pocket it just goes I love like that's why doing an e-commerce business would be fun yeah 
I mean, sales, but like the fact that I remember when I got analytics mm. on my MediaFlex website and um, Josh's business from yeah, 2000 and yeah, my old old business from like 2008. Yeah, and I um, I got this. There was no, Google Analytics didn't have real time mm. analytics at that point, but there was a service called Mint that did, and I set up like a an add on where it would beep every single time someone would visit my site. And this was story. this was during the time where you could put your website, like those inspiration sites were huge. So if you were building a website, you would just say, go to a design inspiration site and you'd pick one that you liked. So I was being featured on all of them because my mate Blage, who was a really, who's an awesome web designer, designed it all for me. Yeah. And it got picked up on all of them. So I ended up with so much traffic and I would get like, ding, ding. Probably like every like few minutes. This is people like listening. almost looking for themes or looking yeah, for inspiration. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I thought you were meaning inspiration, meaning like fucking inspirational quotes. No. No. Okay. No, Inspo no, no, for no. websites. I I'm looking through those all day, trying to find new themes for my website. So so it's just if I clicked onto that. So it was getting you were getting sent a notification. I would get yeah, I would get traffic. But the other thing that was funny is people were stealing our code. So they were stealing my code and creating a new website where they would just update the text. Mm. The problem being that they would forget and they would copy and paste the analytics. And then I would get like <laughs> a notification on the side like, oh, people are visiting this page, but that page isn't my website. And I'll click through. It was like a fucking carbon copy of my site, but it would have like all their details on there. So weird. And so was it a same industry? So MediaFlex no, was no, what? No. MediaFlex was like a media production, video, all that sort of thing. But yeah. no, it would just be any business. People would just like fucking put all their details in there. They'll treat it like a template, but it wasn't a template. Yeah. So technically you can right click, say if you've got Chome, right click on a website. You to view the source. And inspect source or but view source. there's limitations around that because... Some things are rendered in the back end. I don't fucking. But you can. You can it. basically steal someone's website. Yeah. The structure of it. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Yeah, it's, it's poor form. I would say. Yeah, it's fucked. Why do you think? If we had a conversation in the car, and I thought about it today, I was like, "What can we speak of?" And we could maybe speak of shifting perspectives. Yeah. Um, because I think I had a good perspective shift after our conversation Mm -hmm. you annoyed the fucking shit out of me yeah but i I quite like those conversations well it's always that friction that's going to get you moving along Mm. and so you asked me and we'd had a big long day and i i felt like i just had a stroke while driving (laughs) when you asked that question i was like what was the question it was what was it you asked it I've forgotten because I was so fucked. If I remember, okay, I'm no. sure it was something. I was. It would have been something like like why are like what's what do you like? It would have been questions around like what do you want? Yeah, it was what you want. And wh- why why aren't you doing it right now? Yeah, it's probably around that, and that normally reveals a lot. I thought about it post the stroke. Yeah, <laughs> and I I thought about the question, not the answer. Yeah. Still avoiding that. Yeah, sure. That's fine. <laughs> but I was thinking about why I found it so hard to answer what what do I want and yeah. why do I want it or how yeah. am I going to get there? Yeah. And I was thinking it's like, 
in my head too many things going on mm-hmm. because I'm thinking, you know, like life is layered. Mm-hmm. Work life, f- family life, you know, personal, you know, life, like, you know, health, looking after your own health, getting yourself to the gym, all of those things. And so I, I struggle to decipher and and filter the question into one area when I, I feel like it, answering it on such a broad, multi-layered level is um is super hard and I feel like I almost have like this cerebral overload. Yeah. Do you get do you feel that? Yeah. And imagine it's like a business. Imagine if you're a business and you have a legal team, an HR team, mm. a marketing team, a development team. They've got all these different sort of siloed siloed groups. And so if you think about it, in some regards your life is like different departments. You've got all these mm. different departments. And what businesses will do how do businesses make sure that even those these things are siloed, they also sometimes come in contact. They, mm. What legal does is going to impact what HR does, vice versa. Mm. And that's where values come in. And being able to say, okay, here are my core values. And then we use that as a filter to then filter out these things. So for instance, if, because I guess it was like, you know, some people might say, I want to make more money. That's a driving force. But then if we understand why you need to make the money, mm. if the reason that you need to make the money is because you want to enable, be enabled to be able to do more things with your family, then you can't all of a sudden be making all this cash working ridiculous hours and not spend any time with the family. And mm. I feel like that's what happens. People look at these things in isolation. Uh, a guy I know has just, uh, he quit uh, his video production company basically gave it away to a bunch of different people, all these old clients, decided to get into real estate because he'd done some real estate videos, saw, oh, mate, this guy's making half a mil a year. That mm. could be me, going to give it a go. Did it for nine months and was like, fuck it, can't do this anymore. I caught up with him yesterday and I said, so what's the plans? He goes, okay, so I want to do documentary type type work uh, branded docos but at the moment just to get it out on my feet up on my feet I need uh, some money coming in so I'm going to take photos and video for real estate yeah. I'm like is that what you want to do and he's like no I said um, I said what's the worst case scenario for you he's got a kid and another one on on his way feeling you bro yeah and he, he said you. he said um, oh worst case the very worst case would be um going back to my parents' place, like us living with my parents. Um, and then he said that I just wouldn't want to, um, wouldn't want to go back to another job, right? Wouldn't want to mm. go to a, like the real estate thing and all that sort of thing. So he was willing to basically do this shitty work that won't pay that much, but will pay a little bit to in an area that he's not that keen on mm. to basically build on this sort of stuff. And what it got me thinking was it was like, it'd be like getting, it, it's like JK Rowling, the fucking author saying, I want to be a writer. So I am going to do at right advertise like advertisements or yeah. do a Twitter account for someone or 
you know, with video, we assume that, okay, if someone's doing real estate, that they're just going to be able to transition off to all these other things. I said to uh, my mate yes, uh, today, I said, um, LeBron James, great basketballer. If, if you haven't realized, Josh loves a metaphor. Yeah. LeBron James. <laughs> you ready? LeBron James, fucking great at basketball. Great. Do we say LeBron James is good at all ball sports, so he's got to be good at cricket? And that's what we do with video. We say that we assume that if someone can do fucking wedding videos, that they're going to be able to create a TVC or anything like that. So long story short, uh, I said to this guy yesterday- He's taken up basketball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's taken up basketball and cricket and he's not doing any real estate stuff. No, I said to him, I'm like, okay. Um, I said, how long have you got before you're going to have to really- feel the you're gonna feel the pressure he goes i got about two months runway before i'm gonna start feeling it Mm. um i said okay well what would be a really really reasonable price for someone to pay for a doco like just be an absolute steal he said two grand Mm. i said okay well rather than doing the fucking real estate photos and the real estate video why don't you just go to um potential clients and say hey I'm just getting my reel back. I'm like, you know, building up this new business. I will do these videos for you. I'm doing it. This would normally cost six grand. I'll do it for two grand and like build that. And then you're actually, because what I was saying to him is what's going to happen if you go down the real estate photo on video route, you will get work and then you'll get more work from it. And then you go, fuck, I knew it. There was so much work in this and now I'm stuck. But it's not that there's more fucking work in it. It's because that's where you've put your energy. Yeah, you focus. So yeah. he's shining the light on that area and sure he's going to find something over there. And so, it yeah. It's true. It's, scare- it's fear though. You said to me, you were like, it's fear. That's when I couldn't answer this question and I was stroking out. You were like, it's fear. I was like, fuck off, mate. It's not fear. Yeah. It's not fucking fear. I was getting pissed off. I'm not off. fucking scared. I'm not scared. And so I legitimately was feeling that internally. And then I was thinking about it. And I was. And I and I th- think there is fear. And it's so embedded, like, deep within that you can convince yourself you're not scared, right? Yeah. And I even feel sometimes around, um, like, being a fraud. Like, mm. feeling like you are a fraud. Mm. I was like, I know I've got skills. I fucking prove to myself time and time again, but it doesn't mean that I don't feel uh, sometimes less than others, sometimes more than others. Like I am a fraud and like, oh, I don't deserve to be doing that. Like I don't. And I and saying it like that isn't how it feels. I, that's the only way I can articulate it. Well, yeah, because it's explain. so, it's, there's so many fucking layers. I don't ever say those words to me. You don't yeah. deserve this. Yeah. But I feel that's like, that's the only way to articulate that feeling. Yeah. It's uh do you, you feel that like that? Yeah, I think that it's a um yeah, there's that constant feeling that um oh this is because we live with ourselves all the time. So we see patterns. So it's like that uh what we were talking about yesterday but yesterday about me blowing up over shit. Like whenever I leave a job it's always like more extreme than what it has to be and the self-talk is fuck josh you always do this you fucking do this every single time but i do give myself a break because i'm like you know there's a there's other qualities of of my personality which are really positive uh i can't think of yeah i can't i mean it would have to be an hour long if we had to think of anything (laughs) but no i think that the other thing too around the fear 
is we have these dreams mm. and we we elevate the dreams we put them on a pedestal and what we do is we we end up putting it on such a pedestal that it's no longer in reach or we put it on a pedestal to the point where we can't attach ourselves to it because it seems so far away and then we heighten it to the point where we can't risk fucking it up we put and so that's like it's like I've talked to, I always talked to myself about minimum viable product like what's the minimum amount we can do to test this out yeah I'm onto that yeah and because in so many cases uh, you know we push back on that minimum viable product we say we can only get started if we have A, B and C yeah, yeah. We're, I'm only going to be in the position to be able to call and get work from clients if I have four employees yeah which is or forty thousand dollars worth of camera yeah gear. exactly and so the funny true. thing is uh this guy I caught up with he got half the point and missed the other half because he literally said in his i told him mate doesn't matter you don't need to worry about the camera and all that sort of thing and his email this uh, text this morning was thanks for the chat yesterday josh great stuff i've been ruminating on thanks for sharing i've decided 90 percent to buy a C200 and have already got a few businesses on board for videos as discussed. It's good. So yeah. he's going hard. Yeah. Hope you're having a great day, mate. Let me know when you're down this way. I'll buy you a beer. Well, uh, no, I you don't won't. drink. Josh doesn't drink. I should. I'll, but I'll he, he sounds like he'd probably get along with me a bit better. He <laughs> drinks and he's got a kid. Yeah. And he's got a C200 you can borrow. Great. That's why I was wanting to. Can <laughs> yeah. I have his number? Absolutely. <laughs> no, it is. And so perception shifting which is what i mentioned before also yeah so you can have those weird conversations hard conversations anyone watching yeah so we've got a few people watching any comments oh, oh we're only your mum's watching again we're only getting fucking tommy's audio apparently uh, that's upsetting that's annoying sorry well i think we're, the good sorry thing is about that trev our real podcast our, our actual podcast is recording my audio. i'm gonna fucking should i end this yeah all right, so we're ending. I'll end it and I'll read the live. Stream. I'll end the live stream, stream, and then I'll st- start it back. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, no. I wonder if I f- fucked the recording. I haven't because we're seeing both the. Um, seeing both things. I can hear both. Ah, oh, fuck, mum. Thanks for telling me. She, mum just said she could hear both. All right, that's. Fine. Um, I'm not we're not good recording. No, we're not. Okay, we're yeah. not doing it. Again. Anyway, so we're talking. Um, the the perception shift is such a weird thing because. Not much has changed, right? When you have something like a just a perception shift, it's literally just your fucking mindset, isn't that so powerful to yeah. think of how much your whole perception of thing can change without anything other than I am going to think differently, I am mm. going to view this situation in a different light, mm. and I know, and I think that there are these triggers in our life that force us or push us um, to naturally uh, go certain ways. So for instance, today I haven't had, um, I didn't have any deadlines due today. So I got to fucking chill out and it was amazing. Like I was able just to, you know, work on my show reel, work mm. on admin shit. And I fa- felt fucking in control. Yeah. And it was such a... Uh, a nice feeling i'm like actually i probably could um 
like choose that. That's something that I chose today, yeah. and I could choose it every day if I wanted to. Here's a th- here's a th- here's a thought. I made that video about Amy's candles. Yeah, the name of the video is called "I Suck at Selling Myself." Mm-hmm. I made it. I put it out, and I had this feeling of like, oh, that's like I had this sh- almost like a shift of thinking about selling myself. And I was thinking, me t- like me talking about me being shit at something made me sort of removed from that person who is shit at something. And so I have this sort of removed thinking. It's like it kind of has helped me in some weird way step towards being better at selling myself and not in a, you know, what's up, I'm fucking awesome. Yeah. But like a bit more, I feel like it's almost given me a bit more confidence. Well, I think that it's. Uh, I don't know what the actual saying is, but our what we do impacts how we feel, mm. um, and so it's very counterintuitive because normally how we feel impacts what we end up doing, what we choose to do. So, for instance, if we feel happy, we'll smile. Mm. If we don't feel happy, we won't smile. However, smiling will make you feel happy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. So, the thing is that that's why putting out these things in the world can be... That's why fake it till you make it has some truth to it. Mm. Because it's like, okay, I'm not feeling this way, but it's actually all... Like, all it is is a feeling. Um, Thoughts aren't facts. Yeah. I actually thought then, fake it till you make it. I've always seen that as the external fake. So... Um, pretending you're a celebrity or pretending you're someone who you're not but faking it till you make it is like the shift inside you make something and you put it out yeah so for me in that sense i'm putting out this video where internally i'm feeling fucking bit gross about it yeah and so i put it out and then i have a shift but it's like i'm faking it by putting it out so shipping the product or putting my hand up even though i feel yuck about it is like i'm it's like the action yeah. changes the internal. Yeah, and that's probably why fake it till you make it is such a sh- is a bit of a shit saying. What's the new one? Well, I don't know. Like if we were to ruminate on it, because coining yeah, the first here phrase. Here you go. Fucking, I mean, it's like he's um, taking the challenge. He's looking uh, off into the area into the where fridge. his brain thinks. Let's think about it clearly it towards the fridge. Uh, okay, make it till you feel it. Make it. Ship it, feel it. <laughs> now you've complicated it. Make it till you feel it. Yeah. Make it. Yeah. So making. So doing. Doing until. M- may, yeah. Do the thing until you do f- it. Do it now. Feel it later. It's a little bit more PT tagline. Join the church. Join the, yeah, <laughs> we're taking a cult. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I did like yours. I was just fucking. Yeah. No. No. I like it. So, but there's something to it, right? It's that exact same thing where it's like. They say habits and doing shit in the morning. You're way more. If you work in the morning, it sets you up for the entire day, and mm-hmm. you're you're gonna be more efficient. And I felt it today. Like I got stuff done, built momentum. Um, I think that it's the the biggest danger that we have is theorizing too much. It's the uh, it's this idea that. Um, What's it called? Uh, analysis paralysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've experienced that. Yeah. I think we all have. Yeah, where it's just um, 
Whereas if we just put it out there, we're in a lot better situation. Well, know? a business plan can be analysis paralysis. Fucking oath. Yeah, for business plan, I think for the most part, you should be able to fit it on one page yeah. and it should be just something that you do in an afternoon. And I think it uh, established... Like, uh, you see, I've dealt with clients and I think I've talked about it on this podcast where I'm helping a company that's worth $300 million create a video that is exploring their values and their brand because they never worked it out when they got started. Yep. But they fucking built a $300 million company. But this is the thing. Amazon, you see Amazon now and you think this is what Amazon always was. Amazon was a fucking textbook company. Textbook? It was, it was selling textbooks. What do you so, mean? So like it was about if you wanted... Like literally it was just that. It was like just school, like for school, school, school books. School Fuck books. me. So this is, it's so easy to look at these things and say, fuck, look where they are. And also the other thing too is where in the situation where with the sort of work that we do, we get to peek behind the curtains of a lot of brands, a lot mm. of people. And what we see is it's like there is a lot of uh, detachment between public perception versus reality. And it's not even the brands or the people manipulating that. It's just what people choose to take out of it. They just like, fuck, this person mustn't have any of those issues. But one thing that you constantly say to me, every single time you meet with someone that's successful, the me, one thing, yeah, personally. you personally, you always call me afterwards, mate. You're like, man, they're literally having the same fucking issues that we are. Yeah, that's true. And um, I think that that's a uh, important reminder. It's that, you know, these things, you need to be able to move forward despite mm. all that stuff. Mm. It's uh, If you're waiting around for your product to be the best, there's some fucking dude who's got a shit product but's good at marketing and is beating you because they, they, they will make money and refine their product to get it to where you have without yeah. actually marketing it. So, I mean, it's so, it's so interesting seeing other people even criticize brands well, like, it's oh, like look how shit they are yeah, and they're doing em. so well. But it's em. like, but even fuck like theorizing about stuff. All of those things will give you the sense. Derek Sivers, who I filmed the other day in New Zealand, he is the creative CD baby. He did a talk about our um, New Year's resolutions. His thing was, do not tell people your New Year's resolutions. There's a bunch of studies which mm. say. Telling people your New Year's resolution gives you the same response uh, in your mind as if you actually fucking did it. Yeah. And so what happens is you tell people and they're like, oh man, that's so good. You're like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Jeez, I'm fucking awesome. I feel like I've lost oh, thank yeah, you. I don't, you know what? I'm just going to chill the fuck out. Like, this is, it's being exhausting, but I've done it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so the same thing happens when you watch movies. I know a bunch of people who are armchair critics or whatever who watch films and they you actually hear them and mm. it's as if like they think that it's rubbed off on them that them watching it has somehow made them yeah. like that they've made it it's a weird thing yeah. anyway it's a daily talk show everyone uh, We're done. it's Friday yeah I'm going to get pissed are you really well we've got a nice dinner on tonight we're going to Donovan's oh that's right see when you say pissed I just think of this real fucking messy... No, I'm actually looking forward to a date with my wife. 
and we've got a babysitter coming over. Who's babysitting? Raj from daycare. He's one of the daycare dudes. He's That's such cute. a fucking legend. He loves Mr. Bodie. Yeah. And um, so I feel like it's nice and safe. Yeah. He's, Bodie's in good hands. That's and, great. And uh, he loves... He, he ta- I think he might have taught him um, old McDonald has a farm. E-I-E-A-O. Has and a farm or had a farm? Had a farm. Get Actually, what right? happened? Did he lose the farm? Did he go bankrupt? Yeah. Old McDonald had a farm and then the economic crisis came. <laughs> or the drought. Yeah, the drought. It could yeah. have killed all these animals. Yeah. And on that yeah. farm... So this is the bit Bodhi does. Bodhi does the bit, you know. And on, on that, that farm he had a... Pig. pig. He does a pig. I pig? heard that the video. That was so cute. Should I can it play it? Yeah, it's the can. cutest fucking thing. I'll leave, I'll okay. leave you with this. Yeah, please do. Oh, I love this. Josh... Having your kids great, mate. I can just like, we can live vicariously, just like you sometimes live vicariously through your friends. Yeah, true. I can live vicariously through you. Actually, it's much easier for you, buddy. <laughs> um, all right, here it is. I've got to just get to the end here. My little cute man. All right, Remember, hi at the dailytalkshow.com if you want to email us. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is his mama. Wait for it. He's <laughs> <laughs> very cute. Very cute. Uh, leave us a review, please. And um, we love you. Yeah, we love you lots. <laughs> Have a great weekend. And uh, we're back for episode fifty Monday. 50. Fuck Shepherdin. We'll do it. Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. All right. Catch you guys. Have a good one.